Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is December 19th. Today and this week we are going to be looking at the Christmas story. We're going to be taking a look at all the different characters of the nativity and talk about what we can learn from them and how we can use their examples to bring us closer to Christ this Christmas season. So let's start out by taking a look at verses 6 and 7. It says, And so it was, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid them in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, of course, we know that Mary and Joseph were in Bethlehem. It's not where they lived. They were from Nazareth. But they had gone to Bethlehem because they had to pay their taxes. In that time, there was a law that you had to return to your home city in order to pay those taxes. So they returned. Now, these verses talk about a character who's not typically in the nativity scene, but he teaches us so much. Let's talk a little bit about the innkeeper. You know, it's interesting because in that time, culturally, it would have been customary to stay with family. When you traveled, when you went to a new city, whether it's close family or distant family, if you were related to someone, the odds are you were going to stay in their home when you were traveling in their city. So with that being the custom of the day, there's actually a decent chance that the innkeeper that we talk about may not have been a traditional or a customary innkeeper, but more like family to Mary or to Joseph. Now, that being said, I refuse to believe that he was a bad guy, that he was just being mean or angry or thoughtless. However, it would seem to me that his focus was misplaced. He filled his home with the far less important. Now, I know that sounds horrible because every single one of God's children is important. But in that moment when he could have offered Mary and Joseph, who were with child, in labor, when he could have offered them a place to be, he didn't. Now that makes me think, it makes me ask myself, do I sometimes do this? Do I sometimes fill my life with everything but the Savior? Everything but the spiritual? And then at the end of the day, I realize that there is no room. It's interesting, a couple of years ago, I kind of had the epiphany that just as when we tithe our finances, we give very first The first thing I do when I get a paycheck is I pay my tithing. Because if I don't, then I find that there's no money left to pay it at the end. Do we do that with our time as well? Do we tithe our time and give the very best, the very first of our time to our Father in Heaven? Or do we wait until the very end of the day and then think, oh man, I'm tired. It's not going to happen today. I know that oftentimes I'm guilty of that. I don't get around to it in the morning. I put it off all day because I fill my life with less important things. And then at the end of the day, I think, oh, man, I'm exhausted. I'll just have to get to that tomorrow. I love the idea of tithing our time to our Father in Heaven and giving Him the first and best of that time. Now, that being said, in the world that we live in, where everything is demanding attention and demanding it immediately, we have to be super intentional about how we use our time and how we invite the Savior into our lives. In the Christmas devotional of 2008, President Monson said, In our busy lives, with ever so many others competing for our attention, it is essential that we make a conscious, committed effort 
to bring Christ into our lives and into our homes. My friends, we need to learn a lesson from the innkeeper. We need to learn to make room for the Savior. We need to learn to be intentional with our time and our efforts so that we have that room for the Savior. Elder Maxwell once said, Each of us is an innkeeper who decides if there is room for Jesus. My friends, the choices that we make every single day decide if we have room for the Savior in our lives. In that same Christmas devotional talk, President Monson said, Brothers and sisters, I know that it is the desire of each of us to make time in our lives and room in our hearts for the Savior. I am confident that we would all wish to do better. Now this very Christmas season is the perfect time to renew our efforts. To Peter by the shores of Galilee, he said, follow me. To Philip of old came the call, follow me. And to you and me, if we but listen, will come that same beckoning invitation, follow me. As we follow in his steps today, as we emulate his example, we will have the opportunity to bless the lives of others. My friends, I testify that as we invite the Savior into our homes, into our lives, and into our hearts, we will feel strengthened to do as he would do, and we will be filled with his love. I pray that this Christmas season and always, we might find ways to make room for the Savior in our lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.